My name is Dave. And my name is Craig. And today we are going to tell you a cave story. This cycle, I get, let, let's go, yeah, let's go Dark Souls terms. So in this cycle, uh, the last game we're going to be talking about before we restart is Cave Story. Give us the stats, Craig. Okay, Dave. Uh, Cave Story was developed by Studio Pixel, who happens to be one person, I think, for this one, was mm -hmm. it? Uh, published by Nicholas and Studio Pixel, so probably self-published, and then Nicholas would have done ports and things like they usually do, which always means you get a good port anyway. Uh, so it's been released in Windows, Wii, DS, uh, Linux, Switch, just pretty much everything, apart from a PlayStation, which would have been great. Um, and it was released in 20... Oh, God. Between 2004 and 2015. No, 2018, actually. Archaeologists <laughs> aren't quite sure where yeah. uh, it released, I'm but we know it released in that window. Yeah, and we obviously do the year-by-year year thing, so what year this is for 2012? Yeah, this is 2012. Which is when it was released in North America on the DS. So, yeah, we made that work. Uh, that, well, that, that's where I played it first, was okay. uh, on my dual-screen Nintendo. Um, in terms of history with this... I, I don't have much. This was just another one of those... Like, do you remember that, like, Summer of Arcade? Where, like, Braid hit and Meat Boy hit. And oh, yeah, Spelunky yeah. hit and everything hit. This was the other one that was like, Oh, check out this indie game. It'll blow your mind. And I had checked out all of those and was like, Hey, yeah, this is a good streak. Except for Braid, that was poop. And... I played Cave Story. And then, you know, it, it started coming out that, Oh, hey, it was done by one guy. And this guy, like putting years and years and years into it and this is cool so it, yeah it was it was kind of a uh, spike in terms of indie game interest at that time mm -hmm. yeah that, that's that's really all my history I, I haven't gone back and played it since i completed it but it's always sat in like uh that hollow knight kind of oh this is a metroidvania for metroidvania enthusiasts kind of thing uh, first off, where, where did you uh, play at this time? Like, like, what did you on play PC. on PC? Uh, did you play like was it Cave Story Plus or Cave Story Base? It was just the base Cave Story. Okay, so no frills. Uh, that's also how I played it because it's available on everything. I was like, yeah, why not? Yep. So let's. Well, before before we even talk about the game, Craig, what do you think of the music? Oh, the music's fantastic, honestly. Like, the the music, I was really, 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 really just, like, jiving. Not jiving, no. I was vibing. Shucking and jiving, you were. Yeah. I was vibing along to this. It's really good music. You know, like, screen after screen and building after building and the one boss you fight, or the one boss I fought. It's fantastic music. Like... Quite so. Just, I agree. Just, absolutely. And it was it actually this is one of those rarer than normal occasions where 
the music kept me going longer than what I needed to play the game, or I kept on dying at one bit, <laughs> so I was like, ah, but the music kind of keeps you chilled a wee bit more. Um, so absolutely fantastic. I, I did kind of the same thing. I, I played it for the uh, requisite time. I, I actually, I, I might have played the same spot as you, where you fight the first boss, the lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was like, okay, all right, that's Cave Story. And then I'm like, you know, I could, I could go for the music. So the next day at work, I was just kind of bopping my head to, to Cave Story. Um, let's just let's just get this out of the way now. The fact that this was done by one guy is phenomenal. Like, this dude deserves to go down in the annals of video game history. It's pronounced annals for oh, a start. Oh, I'm sorry. And yet, the annals of history. I completely agree. Like, this is legit. Like, if you had a description of indie game, this is a game made over five years by one man with his blood and sweat and tears doing the music and the coding and graphics and just... Right down to publishing, and that is indie. That's what indie is, and it just—it's such a win. It's such a good story behind a cave story. It's such a good story to it, and I just—it's epic. Oh yeah, like his achievement that, like, I'm at that is far greater than anything I am going to do in my entire life. Yeah, that that man can die proud of what he did. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he released it for free at first it speaks volumes to actually caring more about the game. I mean, I'm glad Nicholas grabbed it and has been porting it to everything. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, even if we have bad things to say about this game, which I'm not sure if we do or not because we haven't talked about this before, but uh, I just want to say, like, like, all props to that dude. He's amazing. All right, so Mm -hmm. let's get to the actual gameplay of it. Since you're kind of new to this with fresh eyeballs, um, Mm -hmm. would you mind giving a brief descriptor? Yeah, so Cave Story is a kind of (laughs) cave-based platform, 2D platforming, where you're kind of like jumping, shooting, and rocketing your way to success, killing enemies and avoiding obstacles and spiky things on the ground. It's very fast. It's very responsive. All the nice things that you want from a nice platformer, unlike a couple other ones we're recording in this batch. <gasps> okay. Um, what did you expect? We're going from a, a game that was made that this time back to ni- early nineties <laughs> platforming. Oh, it's like. You play those games back to back, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that, that was a huge, twenty years, huge difference, buddy. Yeah, um, but yeah, so you're you're doing your you're doing your usual platforming. Uh, I at first struggled to get to grips with um, the very first obstacle is a spiky thing on the ground, but if you just run at it, you kind of skip down the cave a wee bit and die. <laughs> um, and yeah, you you just kind of like gently bumping, bumbling, or bumping your way about the place. Shooting things, you get a rocket, you shoot that, and it's all fun. Like, you're just navigating a cave, getting powers, and trying to do more things. You pick up life canisters, or whatever they're called in this game. And I didn't, I didn't get very far. <laughs> like, I didn't get very far at all. But it, what I played was great. Sorry. No, 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 that's, that's fine. Because, I mean, you played the requisite time. That's all one can ask. Um, yeah, there are, there are a few things that Cave Story does that are either strokes of genius or proof that somebody out there hates you, depending on how you feel about it. Yeah. I think the biggest stroke of genius is the weapon XP system. Like, 
that's a stroke of genius because you can very quickly max your oh you can max up your level of your weapon um by shooting enemies picking up tiny wee shards of stuff and it goes up to level three you hit max and if you take any damage you lose your maximum xp on your weapon so you then have to but you can do that in a screen. You can get your weapon to max, and then you're like, yes! I think it's just like a really nice, fast way to say, yes, you can level up, but you don't... It's not like across the whole game. It's just very nicely done. Unless people, unless you hate it. You might hate that. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I haven't gone through hell. Like, the, the actual <laughs> level hell. Um, it, it, it can be a bit of a kick in the dick on bosses. Okay. Like, like you start off strong, and as you're taking damage, you just get weaker and weaker. Yeah, yeah. And and psycho, not psychologically, intellectually, I like that. That's like, oh, hey, don't get hit, or you get punished. But uh, in the moment, you're like, no, no, I don't want to have to use a bubble gun. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it it does get mildly frustrating. Um, there, I can't see that. God, I was just saying, I can see that, like. From my point of view, for what I played, it wasn't too much of an issue. But you're right, on a boss, when all you want to do is go in with all your weapons leveled up, it could be a pain. Although, realistically, in real life, as you're taking damage, you're probably, oh, I've got a sore shoulder now. Oh, my oh, gun's yeah. got a bit of yeah, dust no, in it. No, I, I mean, except for me, <laughs> I get uh, stronger the more... I'm like the Black Knight oh, from Python. Oh, okay. Um, Another thing that that is kind of interesting is how adventure gamey this game is at times. Um, yeah, the, I was a bit. I got completely lost in a town, and I got a key from someone. I was like, "Where the hell does this key?" I spent ages, and it was in a house at the bottom of the cave that yeah. I was in. But I was, I was racking my brains, found the house, went into some sort of weird egg place. And then, <laughs> then I just, just like, the egg corridor, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the egg corridor's great. Um, there's just lots of numbered eggs, and then you get to a room, and it tells you that some of the eggs are broken, and you're like, oh, or something's wrong with the eggs. And I was like, oh, this is just this guy is a genius. Um, so it that's something that doesn't quite go away. And the more you play, there's still there will be side quests and there's weird, um, very obscure bits. Like for example, and I don't want to spoil it in case anybody decides to play it. Um, there's a point in the game where you're offered an upgrade, but it's a prototype, and you know the guy's like, "Oh, hey, I have this prototype kind of thing. Would you like it?" And your gut is like, "Absolutely, I'd like this." Uh-huh. But if you wait and don't take it, he's like, "Oh, I finished the prototype, and here's the final product." And oh, it's better than okay. the prototype that you would have taken. Um, there, there is some weird adventure gamey bits like that where you actually have to talk to people or find people. Um, I'm not going to lie. They always kind of drug down the game for me. Of like, oh, I don't want to have to find this person. But, and here's the weird bit. I think the story it tells is kind of okay enough to where I can accept that as, oh, you know, okay, that's, that's the cost of living there. Like... Like, out of curiosity, did you expect as much story as you got? No. No, 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 not at all. Like, you get you get a good chunk of story, a good chunk of dialogue, just from playing, like, the how much I played. And there's a lot more flavour to it, like you say. Like, I didn't expect side quests or anything. I expected it to be fairly basic Metroidvania. Like, that's all Yeah, kind of like expected. Metroid, where you're just hucked down there and, okay, time to explore uh-huh. the cave. Yeah. Yeah, 
So, as I played on and get to things like the egg corridor, you're like, there is a ton of flavour and a ton of character in this game. And every single thought I had was punctuated by, and it was made by one guy. (laughs) I know, that's what keeps going through your head. It's like, this guy. You know, you're like, this guy, this guy. Um, Yeah, and, and having seen the whole story... It gets, I don't want to say darker. It gets more mature than you would think it would, like, in terms of its themes. Like, it's an actual decent story that you're like, oh, hey, I want to play to the next bit. And then you add on alternate endings, and it's just, oh, man. I I guess the best way I could put it is it is a very rewarding game to sink your teeth into. You don't walk away from it going, oh, I'm glad this is done. You feel good walking away from it. That might um, give you a hint as to how I feel about Cave Story. Um, you don't like it? No, I hate it. I just <laughs> I hate it. Uh, something I do want to ask you though, that's only Cave Story adjacent, is what is your tolerance for uh, Metroidvanias now? Uh, it's waning slightly, <laughs> just ever so slightly. My, um, I've got a reasonably good brain for mapping out places in my old noggin. But off the back of this, I played a bit of Hollow Knight and I just, it it just, there's something about it that feels tiring. I don't know what it is. It's the, I see that ledge up there. I clearly need a double jump. I'm going to get a double jump at some point, but I do not have a double jump just now type thing. It's not frustrating, but it just feels like, oh, it's just, order of operations, I get the upgrade, then I come back, then I do that, and then I do that, and it just, something less alluring about it now that I've played so many. Well, Craig, um, do you remember how I said I felt in VVVVVVV? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how I feel playing Metroidvanias now. Um, for me personally, I think it's something the indie space has kind of ruined. Kind of like, you know, AAA Studios ruined the open world game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I think the indie space has definitely oversaturated Metroidvanias. Because if that's your jam, there are 9 billion of them out there for you now. And, yeah. you know, there there's your Hollow Knights, which are extremely well designed and charming. And your cave stories. And then there's your other ones where you're like, eh, eh. Like I put yeah. Guacamelee. Even though you're like, oh, I like guacamole. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do. Guacamole is one that stands out to me because it's very, very simple. It's not a sprawling cave or a hollow night. This voidy area of hell. It's guacamole is just there's a left, a right, or an, an up and a down. And to get down, you need the grounds pound. So you need to get that from left. Like it's very, very simple. Um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the problem with it for me. Other than its design. I, I love its design. It is very cool. Um, so my question is, like, is that something where you're just like, I need to take a break from Metroidvanias? Or is there that constant, like, sort of looking for that one that scratches no. the itch? I don't actively seek Metroidvanias. And after playing this and a bit of Hollow Knight, I can now say... I need a break from them. Like, I didn't I didn't seek... I didn't go out to play a Metroidvania. I don't see a Metroidvania on the store and go, ooh, I just don't. I just... 
Yeah, you know, I, I can I can sympathize with you, or empathize, or whichever. Um, I'll mm-hmm. sympath empathize with you on that one. Sympathize. Sympath empathize. Say it, say it correctly. Um, but yeah, like like, and that's something that I was very aware of replaying this was because in my gut I'm like, oh, it's another Metroidvania. And then you play it, and you're like. Yeah, but boy, this is the Metroidvania, right? Like this is yeah. stellar. Um, not quite Stellaris, which I just got a platinum trophy for, by the way. <gasps> but Did you? they get a platinum. I now have no life. Um, but I, I don't want to hold it against it. That's why I was very curious to see what you would think about it. So we have two questions to ask about Cave Story. Number one, the last time this this cycle, my friend, uh-huh. do you recommend in 2023 Cave Story? Oh, God. Probably, yeah. Like, you can't not recommend it. It's a brilliant game. It's a feat for one person to have achieved. It, the music is phenomenal, and it plays really well. Like, you can't not recommend this game, especially given it's accessible everywhere and it's pretty cheap. I yeah. I will echo that and say even 11 years on, this game is still a achievement in video games. Like this, this is, I, as a matter of fact, just go ahead and listen to the soundtrack and I guarantee you're going to be curious to be like, oh, I wonder where this is in the game kind of thing. It, it's very good. Um, So yes, I recommend it. Now, Craig, if you mm-hmm. like Cave Story, you should try... The cave, because if you like Cave Story, the chances are it's the caves. Oh, okay, and, all right. I see your logic here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I would probably like genuinely say something like Hollow Knight because I, of all of the Metroidvanias and platforming things that I've played, Hollow Knight is fast, nippy. It feels great to play. It's got the same sort of feeling of this where it's just sprawling and never ending. But there's side stories and there's bits and bobs. It's beautiful, and it sounds great. Like, it's a really great 10 years on from this 2D Metroidvania platformer. Very platforming-heavy platformer. Yeah, I, yeah, you know what? I can I can kind of see your logic there, and that's exactly what I was going to say, was how Hollow Knight feels like, a, okay, I see what you did there, and I raise you this kind of thing. Um, I think both of them have an interesting story to tell, like, like you're not going to be bored playing it because, oh, that's an interesting story. Uh, on, on the whole, I would probably lean more towards Cave Story than I would Hollow Knight, but I think they're both pretty good. Uh, all right. Now, Craig, at the end of the cycle, there are questions that need to be answered. Ooh, and, okay. And in okay. case you didn't uh, think this was going to happen, it's going to happen. So, Craig, <laughs> best game that we played this cycle. This entire cycle, right, so that is from... I'm going to need a wee second to think about this. That is from 1989 with Monster Party. Oh, my God. Yup. I'm going to read them all. One will jump out and go, yeah, that clearly was the best game. All right. And it is obviously... Well, you can cut this, Ben. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go with... No, I'm not going to cut it because I think it's a good question. I'll go with Fable 3. Fable 3? Mm-hmm. 
Have I made a mistake? Is there something that you thought Craig will cook? No, I'm not going to say, oh, you're wrong. Um, out of curiosity, did you ever go back and, and play more of it? No, it's queued up. So what I've done, what I've gone and done is the telly upstairs doesn't have a game mode that's working right. So I, I refuse to play on the Xbox upstairs because it just feels awful. But because i got the new telly, I'm putting the old telly up there now and I'm going to sit and play it. I've got a big beanbag up there and everything. It's my first game to play in the new games room. All right. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, by this time next year, you have better say, oh, yeah, I finished Fable 3. I, I finished. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, What's your what, what was your favorite? And why is it FIFA Road to the World Cup 98? Well, it does have Song 2 in it. <laughs> um, uh, going through, I, I played most of these before, but the one that I just kind of gravitated to was folklore uh i i really was impressed by that i liked that quite a bit no i didn't finish it i was playing stellaris why do you ask <laughs> um that is something that like um i have a bad habit either bad habit or not bad habit of whenever i get a game out for a system the, the disc goes in and then the case goes on top right and so whatever you're playing the case is always on top for the PS3, Folklore is still on top because I've been dabbling with it on and off. So it's still there. Um, but I just haven't finished it yet. That's, that's a good one. I, I, You know, I wasn't the biggest fan, but, you know. We hate the Irish. Oh, it's not that. I just said it. I, think, can, I do think we should have one joint honourable mention. And oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase for you, I think, if that's the word. Sure. I'm going to ad-lib for you. Because, like... With Fable 3, there have been probably better, more advanced RPGs and stuff like that. In Folklore, there's been better games released since then because people have released games since then and they've all been better in Folklore. <laughs> I like your logic, sir. But in this run, we've played probably the peak pinnacle groundbreaking rhythm game and rhythm heaven. Like, <laughs> that game is perfect. Like, it's, it's just a full stop to rhythm games for me. It's like... You've played Rhythm Heaven. That's you've you've hit peak. Oh yeah, everything else now. was leading up to Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was just my monologue of that's probably a good. Thing All right. To so say. then you could say Rhythm Heaven was the No More Sages pick of two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All right. As long as you agree. Uh, like, I, I love Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, absolutely. I want to put little heads on robots again. It's great. <laughs> uh, okay. So a uh, little bit of. Uh, I guess admin. We do plan on going right back to 1991 and starting this all over again. And Craig, you picked yeah. the first game. Did I? You did. Okay. The first game I picked was The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, also known for, in some weird wee groups, Goemon. And some weird wee groups. The the the, the whole. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You do it. Um, so, yes, if you have anything you'd like to say about any of the games we did this year, you can hit us up at nomoresages.com, and we love to hear from you guys whenever we get, you know, mail. Even if we disagree with it, it's always, you know, we'll throw a little underdance. Underpants dance. Good boy. Couldn't get that out right. Um, so, yeah, um, if you have anything to say about The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, then you can hit us up on there, too. So... All that's left to say is, Craig? Uh, keep
Keep digging those caves. Keep digging those caves. Um. Oh, definitely. All Cave Johnson. Cave Johnson. All that's left is Cave Johnson.